Welcome to the Big Fan Theory. Matt, welcome to the Big Fan Theory. Hi, thanks, thanks, Bob or Robert. Robert, or is it Bob? <laughs> uh, it, it's either it's Robert when I'm in trouble, but we can. Bob's probably. Oh, okay, Bob's that's good like my mum. I'm Matthew when I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks very much for for joining us. Uh, as I say in the, the preamble, it's it'd be quite nice to to talk about photographies. I don't think it's um, something that's really talked about very much. But uh, as to give a bit of background and as I like to start, can you tell us in thirty seconds or less who are you, what do you do, and why are you qualified to talk about what we're going to talk about? Uh, my name's Matt Wilson. Um, I've been a professional photographer for over thirty years. I've been in the wine industry for about seventeen years. I married one of Chile's most awarded winemakers who has tried her hardest to teach me about wine, not very successfully, um, but I've traveled all over South America and quite a lot around the world photographing for over 40 wine and travel magazines. Fantastic. Is that, is that good? That's absolutely, yeah, that's excellent. So yeah, yeah as I said, we were saying in the, in the preamble, um, so I've been working on a couple of different drinks magazines in the UK and, and also trade shows. So we've looked at a lot of imagery. Um, loads of people talk about wine writing, but they don't talk about the pictures that go next to it. And I think that's missing in, in the conversation. So it'd be quite good to get some of your views and, and where you think, you know, the, the wine, wine world could do better. I suppose a good place to start would be, how do you approach wine photography? How do you approach the photos you take? Are there any sort of particular things that you like to try to capture? Um, well, I, I, I kind of approach each job differently. Um, and I definitely approach it not thinking particularly about wine. I, I Even though 50% of my work is in the wine industry uh, and photographing wine and wine-related things, I, I try and separate that. Um, not as that I'm anti-wine. I just think I've got to think, sorry, my dog barking, but um, I think of it as, uh, as something that, that I need to show, but the wine, but what it is is not that relevant at the time of capture. Um, I don't know if that even makes sense, but that's kind of how I approach it. I could be photographing chocolates or barking dogs um, or anything. So the, initially I don't think about the actual what it is I'm shooting. I think how I'm going to shoot it. Um, and, and then when I get get that, I think wine, the mistake that a lot of the industry make is they try and show, they try and um, big it up. Um, I suppose in marketing and advertising you need to, but they try, um, they don't show enough of the lifestyle of wine. For me, wine is about lifestyle. If I think what I enjoy in wine, it's it's uh, and I, I've said this before, but it's kind of family, friends, and fun. Um, and a lot of the wine industry will show an old guy sitting on a barrel with his nose in a glass of wine, um, and that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I don't do tastings. I'm not a wine writer or a wine critic, so that side of it isn't relevant to me. My my, my relevant side is getting a good image. Um, not showing, you know, some very rich guy in his vineyard that he goes to twice a year. I'd rather show the workers in that vineyard, um, the the barrel room guys, as opposed to the owners. I, 
might have gone on off, off on a bit of a tangent there. But no, does no, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So when when you're doing a shoot, how much do you work on the brief, or are you just given one and then stick to it? How much of your opinion do you give back? Um, and 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 do you work with like the designers and marketers as well, or are you um, very much an artiste and do it your own way? Well, there's two, I, I get to, I work a lot with marketers and the marketing teams. I have a lot of uh, Zoom meetings uh, at the moment. Um, and I follow the brief. It, it, it depends. If I can't, if I am allowed to not follow the brief, I won't. Um, someone once said to me when I argued with a marketer, you should just have on your business card, Matt Wilson, he is the brief. Um, <laughs> so, which, um, and some magazines let me do that. Uh, some clients let me do that. They just say, do your thing. And I think that's my better work comes out of that. But, but in this industry, in any industry, you have to follow a brief as a, as a photographer, we, we're not always allowed to, to be artists. Um, you know, uh, I've got a shoot next week and I'm working with a very good marketing team who do incredibly good um, briefs, um, which, which is nice in a way. I kind of know, they know what they want and I've just got to get it as close as I can. Um, but, but also, you know, you, when, when I'm let free, that's probably the images you know of mine are the images I do when, when I don't have a, a brief to follow. Um, uh, you know, a, a magazine will say we need a portrait of a, of a winemaker. If that's all they say, they're going to get something that maybe they didn't want. But if they say we want a picture of a winemaker with their uh, nose in a glass of wine, I, I, I rarely do that. Um, but I'd probably have to do it if there was a, a big paycheck at the end. <laughs> um, we all got to pay the rent. It's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's kind of it. You know, I, so it, it depends. I, I can go either way. Um, but I, I, uh, any of the competitions I've won, none of that has been from a brief. It's all been my own, <laughs> my own ideas. So, uh. <laughs> so what do you think, what do you think the wine industry can and should do better in terms of using imagery, I know you said focus on the on the lifestyle thing. Are you able to expand on that? And do you have any examples of things who people who've done very well or very badly? Um, I mean, I, I I have. I don't particularly want to name name names, but um, you know, showing. Um, well, I mean, one of the main problems is the wine industry doesn't have the marketing budgets that the spirit industry has. Um, you know, um, Havana Club will spend 40 million on a campaign, whereas the wine industry think the wine should sell itself. And, and if it's DRC or, you know, something like that, Opus One, it's going to kind of sell itself. If you look at the Instagram of uh, Domain uh, Ronnie Conti, it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible Instagram. <laughs> there you go. I've dropped a name, um, but they don't. It, it really doesn't matter for them. <laughs> they don't need to to market themselves. Their marketing's done forever. Um, but uh, you know, a lot of the wine industry will try and copy them, or the, a lot of the you know wine industry will will kind of say, "Look, we, we're the greatest wine in South America. Show our you know a bottle of our wine on a table in a fancy restaurant." And yeah, we all drink nice wines in restaurants, but it's, you've got to show excitement. If you want to get a younger, you know, at the moment, 
what I'm hearing a lot is we've got to get the millennials into wine, the young people into wine. So, so let's show a 75 year old guy sitting in an armchair with a glass of port, not going to work. Um, you know, I try, I, I, so I bring in the lifestyle. I think what they need to do is show skateboarding, show extreme sports, surfing. I, I work with a, one of Chile's top sommeliers, Marcelo uh, Pino, and he is a surfer. So when I did a portrait of him a few years ago, I got him with a surfboard in the waves. Um, you know, the, the, the part of a sommelier's job that often is photographed isn't the, isn't the exciting part. Show their life. What, what does Marcelo do when he's not serving wine? Um, so that's kind of what I, what I try and do when I talk about lifestyle. Um, you know, vineyards are very exciting to, to, to us in the trade, I guess. Um, and, and in a way, the consumer, when they visit a vineyard, they tend to then buy that wine for the next 10 years. But you, you want to show excitement. You want to grab people's attention in, in any, you know, in my photography, I'm trying to sell something, you know, I'm marketing, I'm trying to show something, but it's not just that wine I want to show. I want to show you, look, look at this, what you can be doing on this, with this wine in a hot air balloon or on a beach or skiing down a mountain, um, that, that kind of approach. Um, does that differ if you're doing a mag shoot or if you're doing something for Instagram or, or anywhere else, or is is the, is the, uh, the idea behind it the same, just doing it on your phone rather than a posh camera? Kind of yes and no. I mean, you know, Instagram, you've re you know, You've really got to grab someone quick. Well, I guess in any in a magazine you do as well. But in a magazine, you might have seven pages or three pages. Um, and I suppose on Instagram, you can post more than one image. But you, you, you've got to grab attention. You know, we, my pictures won't, the, the picture editor or the, the layout, won't, if my image isn't good enough, it won't get published. But on Instagram, the big mistake that, 99% of us do, and I probably do it, is, is we just tend to post anything. And you've got to, we're our own picture editors on Instagram. And I, I love working with picture editors. You know, I, I, I've learned to be thick enough skin now to take the criticism when I get a shot wrong, and I do get shots wrong. Um, and some picture editors are really good and some are not so good, but um, you kind of learn to work with them. And, and, it's, a, and it's a valuable asset, I think to us photographers, to have someone, you know, as it is to a writer, I guess, with an editor. You know, my mum's written over 30 books, and she said I couldn't have written any of them without an editor. Um, so I guess that's – is that a good yeah. answer? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, always get, I always get self-conscious on these things. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's good. Well, I, I've been – I mean, I've only really worked on one magazine long term, and I was very lucky to have some great editors. So it made, it made everyone's lives a bit easier. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, so th this kind of leads on. So we always talk about um, wine writing. I mean, what do you think matters more? What's written about the wines or the photographs and imagery that, that goes with it? And do you think people in the wine trade generally take imagery seriously? And the reason I partly ask this is if you look at um, actually, no, I, won't, I don't want to get sued, so I won't name names. But a lot of the sort of classic magazines are just very much bottle shot. Yeah, if you're lucky, you might get an old dude on a barrel. Um, but yeah, they don't. They are just very much just bottle shot, bottle shot, bottle shot. And they're all quite staid, I think. Um, and yeah. I don't know if that's just because people think that's how it should be done or if they just don't care. 
Um, I, I think it's they don't care. I mean, the wineries love it, you know, and I do bottle shots. I, I it's not a great part of my job, but it, it you know, it, it's a money earner. So, you know, um, you know, I sit in my studio for two days getting the lighting right to shoot three bottles of Merlot. Um, but um, it's, I, I think, fair enough, show a bottle shot. Don't have half a page, you know, but you, you've got to show, you've got to, you've got to make it excitement. You know, look at an advert for um, Snickers or something. You know, it's not just a bar of Snickers. They're going to show something happening around it. They're going to show something in the background. And I think the wine industry tends not to do that. And it's it, there's two reasons for that. I think that is very staid and people are scared. People are a bit reluctant to go for it. It's, it's happening more now and some wineries are going for it. And I think that's great. Um, and But it is also budget. It is also, you know, um, 40% of a, of, a, of a liquor industry will go to Moore's marketing, whereas a winery might spend 2% on marketing. Um, so it is constricted a bit by by cost. Um, you know, I guess we're not... Che- well, photography's got a lot cheaper in the last few years because everybody is now a photographer. Um, everybody's got a camera. Everybody's gone digital. Or everybody is digital. Um, but um, you, you've, you've got to have... You've got to have quality in 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 the image you shoot. Um, so, which is again back to the picture editor. But I think you know uh, some I, I, an example. I, I I don't think I'll get sued, but I think Decanter <laughs> has changed massively. That's probably who you meant. But I think they've changed a lot recently um, for the better. I think a few years ago they were very consumer. Uh, very sorry, very trade. But now they've gone more consumer, much more. They're doing stories, you know. And I, I, I work a little bit with Peter Richards. I work with Amanda Barnes, um, who, who I think are, are very good writers. And I, I work with them because they do a lot in Chile. But um, I think they've partly the writing, you know. They, and they, you know, the good writers. Uh, you know, I think uh, Tim Atkins is a great writer. Um, uh, I don't know if he writes for Decanter, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm name-dropping them big time now. Um, is it really... Well, it's partly, um, if you don't mind saying, how much do you charge? Like, how much would a photo shoot cost? Um, just ballpark. Or is it not possible to, to say, depending on... Um, I mean, it, it, yeah, I, I'd rather not say. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, and it, it, you can... It's always negotiated. Um but I'm, I, you know, it, it's difficult because, you know, I think I'm an artist and, and, you know, people say, well, I can get someone a lot cheaper to do it. And I'm always like, OK, you know, that kind of, well, it's going to be more expensive in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've had quite a few times, you know, I'm not saying I'm the greatest wine photographer there is or anything, but I've had quite a few times someone saying, well, we went for the cheaper option. Now we need you. Can we have a discount? Because we've already spent half our budget. <laughs> um so you know, I, I'm I'm by I'm no means the cheapest, but I'm not the most expensive. So it, um, and is it all down to budget? No, because obviously, if you mentioned like I don't know 
Bacardi or anyone like that, yeah, the Bacardi parties and their, their marketing budget is insane. But I have seen some small startup companies do very clever stuff with not much money um, and some clever use of kind of, of, of imagery. Um, and, and, and I don't, I just don't think that there's that, I don't think there's even, I don't think it even occurs to a, a number of places. Or is it, or do you think that budget is just purely a massive part of it? I mean, you, you can do it and in, in, in it's, you know, there's all these online courses and stuff now and, you, you know, and I use them. I, I go on these courses myself. I'm, you know, you never stop learning. Um, and you can do cheaper, um, cheaper shoots. Um, but it's, you know, it's not, it's not, ne- you know, it's not necessarily the production cost that you've got to pay for. You've got to pay for me coming up with the idea. <laughs> so that's that's you know and and you know and you, you you get courses now how to shoot portraits on iPhones how to do you know production on an iPhone and and people do pretty good stuff it's not going to probably make a you know wine spectator or anything but um you know and and I'm and I mean I use you know I use expensive equipment <laughs> my equipment you know is not cheap so um, you know, and I have to upgrade a, my laptops every two years, you know, um, and they're, you know, they're five, six grand a time. So, <laughs> so how do the different drinks categories approach you differently? I mean, aside from cash, um, what do you, uh, do the briefs that you get in differ or is it just purely by agency or, or client? No, no, they, they differ hugely. Um, and I got a brief a few weeks ago that I'm, that I'm shooting, I, I can, I can know Vina San Pedro, um, who have a, quite a few wineries around Chile and they, we had a zoom meeting about six weeks ago and I'm doing a series of shoots with them and they're brief. They're working with two agencies who, who are great. We, everybody gels on the shoot. Everybody gets on. There was like, there's seven women and me. Um, and, it's um, it just it's one of those things where everybody knows what everyone's doing. Everyone works well together. They sent the brief and it was like 12 pages, 300 words, 10 images, which is gorgeous for a photographer to get. Because so many times you get a brief, there's 38 images and every image is completely on a tangent of the other ones. So you're just sitting there looking at it thinking, what do they want again? Um, but these ones that you knew exactly what they wanted. It's, this is we want these kind of portraits lit like this this way um do, can you do it yes i can do it do it then um and so you know where, whereas another brief i got earlier this year um was horrendous yeah so you know horrendous. so it, it, the brief is very important you've got to really think about these mood boards you know people send a mood board with so many different moods that you end up with a split personality just looking at it. <laughs> so, um, can you just briefly explain what a mood board is for anyone who hasn't, <laughs> who hasn't worked in a magazine or anything? Um, a mood board will be, a, you know, a, a set of images that they're trying to create. This is the feeling we want to get from... So there might be 10 or 15 or 30 little JPEGs. Um, and, you know, it'll say, be having people on a beach, having a barbecue or... Um, this is the feeling we want to get of an evening sunset on a beach kind of thing. Um, 
which it, which it should be. It should you should be able to look at a mood board and realize what they want. But people can do a mood board with just a lot of images they like, which which doesn't help. Um, was that yeah, a good yeah, explanation? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, so, how do you see how, how do you see the use of imagery changing? I mean, now obviously we've got you know, access to not as obviously not professional equipment, but I mean, there's you know everyone's got a camera on them at all time. Do you think people are going to start taking imagery more seriously? How do you see the its use, you know, in the wine world changing? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's changing massively. And it's all stories now. You know, Instagram, if I post a story, I get three times more likes or hits or views than just a still image. Um, And it's, you know, all of them are doing Twitter's doing it. Uh, I don't know. I don't have Facebook, but I imagine Facebook. Well, Facebook, you could always put videos on. Um, You know, it's a lot more video. I I would say that 70% of my work is now video. Really? And I only started I only started doing video 4 years ago. Um and with uh I've done a few videos for James Suckling um in his South America trips. Um and and video now is definitely where it's heading. I mean, you know, I can see in 5 years time that I'll be taking photos for fun and I'll just be doing videos. That's where it's heading, I think. Um, obviously, magazines, there's always going to be some hard copy magazines. Um, but I think it's changed a lot. And I've seen a lot of changes, you know, some for the better, some for the worse. I mean, a lot of the travel magazines went very bad for a few years because they were cutting the photography budget and giving the journalists cameras to do a travel story. And and that went so wrong for them. Um, obviously, the travel industry now. I'm I'm getting inquiries about travel work now. The world is hopefully opening up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but certainly, yeah, it's getting much more moving uh, visual, uh, in, moving visuals. Um, uh, and and that that is definitely a huge change. Um, so was it was the move to a video? Was that something you were always interested in? Or, it was, or was that a needs must because you saw that's where it was going? It, it, it was a needs must. I mean, it was, um, I really didn't want to do video for a long time. And I, and, and a few people, and I worked on, a, on some videos as, as sort of a, um, uh, a DP, um, director of photography, um, you know, showing people how to get an angle. And, and I worked with a video company that said that we're a very professional video company. And they said, look, we've got to do a shoot at a winery, but we don't know the dynamics of a winery in a vineyard. So we want to hire you because, you know, I know what looks good. I know what looks bad. I know what you can show. You know, you go in a winery, there might be a, a bucket of I know toxic waste. <laughs> so you've got to say, look, you would never show that. <laughs> there, there, there's, there isn't any wineries with toxic waste, but, um, but, you know, it could be a, a pile of something horrible that you and me would know. But, uh, you know, even Spielberg or someone might not know that. So I did that. And then I kind of thought, it's quite cool what they're doing. And then a friend of mine in Germany who does does videos said, look, just start shooting stuff. Um, so I did that. And then then literally the first video I did professionally was for I've known James Suckling for quite a while. Um, and he said, look, will you shoot a video? And I, I just said, yes. <laughs> and then I thought, oh God, he's really not the person I want to mess this up for. 
Um, and, and luckily, my my this is literally how I, I started my first video. My my and he's probably going to hear this and never use me again. But my my niece um, was doing a, a, a degree in filmmaking. And I literally called her up and I said, do you want to earn some money? You've got to be my consultant video maker. And she did it that way. She edited it and she told me how to shoot it and what to do. And I, I've been using drones for a few years now doing stills. And that's got, kind of helped as well, filming on with drones. Um, so, uh, so that's kind of how I got into it. Is the approach to it? <laughs> I've never done any. I've only got a little little digital handheld. <laughs> I know nothing about photography. So, is the approach to doing a video shoot and a photo shoot the same, or do they very wildly differ? Very, very different. Very, very different. Um, and and one of the books that somebody recommended to me, or courses, I can't think of the name of it now, which was great, but it basically said that hardest people to teach videography to are photographers because it's it's all different light and it's all different shutter speeds and it and it, it's all different. <laughs> and I hate it. it. What what happens? People say, "Can you do photos in a video?" And I'm, I'm, I'm you know, we want to hire you for a day. And I'm like, "Look, half the day is the video, half the day is the photos. I'm not going to be sat there at the same time, taking still images and shooting video. I can't do that. I'm, my my brain will explode. So it's it's. I find. It, I mean, there are people that can do it. I'm sure, but but not me. <laughs> I, I have to stick stick to one of those. Uh, skills i guess cool well um so and then i know we've sort of discussed kind of like some of the, the mistakes people have made i mean in terms of optimism for the future what do you think are the the good things that you're seeing coming out of of um you know for other people's work now or your and your own of course i mean i mean i'm seeing other people's work i mean um you know, uh, there's photographers all over the world now d doing more crazy stuff. I mean, I was kind of, you know, I'm probably blowing my own trumpet here, but I was shooting sort of bottles smashing on people's heads and freezing very fast images 15, 16 years ago. And now I'm seeing a lot of that in other photographers. And I, and people are like, oh, they're copying you. And I'm like, great, good. I, I, I always think it's better to do it first than do it better. <laughs> But, or, or, or do it both. But I think Rodney Mullen, a skateboarder I really admire, once said it's better to invent a trick than improve it because you've done it first. <laughs> um, but I'm seeing, you know, a lot of more exciting stuff, um, more dynamic images, um, more crazy images, um, which which I like, which I think is, is good in the wine industry. Um, you know, and... and I mean, I remember once, uh, I can't name them, but somebody said to me, <laughs> one of Chile's top wine producers, your wine, your wine photographs are an insult to the wine industry. And he was talking about an image that I'd photographed 12 years before. And I said, you know what, that's a massive compliment because you're remembering an image that I shot 12 <laughs> years ago. And, and by the way, your your wine's an insult to the wine industry. <laughs> I didn't say that. You've but, said um, it now. I mean, we can, <laughs> yeah, I've said it. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to name him. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, but you know, it's, if you remember an image, you've done your job. If someone remembers my image, I think it doesn't matter if you like it or not. If you remember it, job done. Sign it off. Um, and and I think that I think that is in in advertising and marketing. You know. 
uh, well, maybe not so much, but you know, it's if you if you remember something, it's it's there, yeah, isn't it? Um, so, <laughs> so I suppose as a, as a final point, if there's one thing that you wish people, or uh, more, or a couple of things you wish people knew about wine photography or would pay attention, what would it be? Um, I just, just have fun. Don't take it seriously. You know, I, I saw, uh, you know, Tim's a good friend of mine, Tim Atkin, and I saw him on a show the other day, or was it yesterday? And, and he said that himself, you know, and he, he, he said, look, at the end of the day, it is just fermented grape juice and have fun with it. You know, and I know we have to take it seriously, and a lot of people take it seriously because they want to take it seriously. But for me, it's only ever about fun, and and I think, you know, too many people take it too seriously because I I don't take it seriously. Um, if that's if that sounds bad, it's really not meant to because I really enjoy wine, but that's what I do. I enjoy it. I I you know, if I get stressed over a job, I think, oh, that's not right. I shouldn't be stressed over overtaking a photo um of of this um you know i think press photographers it should be more stressful <laughs> um but, but that's always my thing i you know i, I don't you know and i get a lot of um you know i do get emails and people messaging me saying we we want to do this and and and, I, and what what do you you know like you what do you suggest and i just said just enjoy it because you enjoying it, you're going to get the better image. Show what you're doing to enjoy it. Um, you know, what do you do? You know, uh, you know. I'm, I'm in, in a month's time, I'm going back to England. I haven't been to England for nearly two and a half years. See my family who I haven't seen for two and a half years. And I know we're going to sit in a restaurant with far too much wine, far too much food, but have a really good time <laughs> getting to know each other again. And and that's that's, you know, that's a good feeling. It's wine should only be a good feeling. Um, you know, I don't ever read all these articles about the right and wrongs of wine, the, you know, and, and, and like I said, I never taste wine. People always ask me my opinions of wine and I'm like, you really don't want to ask me. <laughs> There's people who know a lot more about wine than me. I know about the visuals. Um, and people send me wine, like, what would you score this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Don't ask me those questions. Um, so that's it. I just say enjoy it and have fun and, and show that. Um, if that's good advice, hopefully I think it is. So. I think it's, that's, um, that's a nice note to end on. So yeah, thank you so much, Matt. Okay, great. <laughs>